Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Oversharers podcast. My name is Hava. I'm Kulton. And today we have a lovely special guest. And her name is Halima. <laughs> Hello. Salam alaikum. I know she's been very shy, guys. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm being shy. I I need to warm up into this. No, you're okay. You know what? Do you know what? Let's start easy. Okay. How are you, sweetheart? How was your day? I'm just gonna say Bismillah. I need to start with something. I need to start in the name of God. Oh, I love that. I'm really well. I'm really well. Yeah. I'm just gonna do everything you guys told me not to do. Don't worry. So how are you doing? I'm really well, alhamdulillah. How's really, your really week well. been? So it just started. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> Monday. Um, oh, eventful. Yeah. <laughs> eventful, I had a family gathering. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But have you gathering. got a big family? I have two brothers and two sisters. Nice. Are you middle sisters, child? No, I am, well, kind, hold on, no. My brother would be the middle child. I'm second youngest. Oh, you're the baby, well, second baby. Well. I'm the baby and I act like I'm the eldest. No, oh no. I get the eldest one. I'm that, you. yeah, I'm that. Are you the eldest daughter? No, I'm the youngest daughter. Oh. I'm the youngest daughter and I'm between two brothers. So I am, I'm. You're supposed to be the baby basically, but I, your circumstances sometimes. I think I act like a baby yeah. sometimes with my family. Mm. That's nice. I do have baby vibes but I'm also like the one that always one that has to be in charge yeah. you give me leader vibes I was gonna say very yeah. organizer vibes yeah. I am really just one of those people just need to be right this is how it is <laughs> this is how it's gonna go I love that I don't want no opinions yeah <laughs> I don't care if you don't want to do it it's my way or the highway so go oh my god but I think my my siblings mashallah like my siblings they cooperate yeah, yeah, they're good. They listen to they they do corporate, and considering I'm the second youngest, the older ones they know how to they know how to work around me. That's nice. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like you give a main character? I am main character. What? <laughs> I am main character. I have main character energy. I love you've got you've got eldest daughter energy as yeah, well. That's what oh, you yeah, that's me. No, but that's that's the funny thing because I act like I'm the eldest. So when we have family meetings, <laughs> I'll be there like right. So, and everyone's there just like right. Halima's about to talk, so we need to shh. <laughs> I feel like Alim is giving us Delulu, but you know, let's just give it Do you know what? They probably do think that. Well, actually, it's funny because yesterday we were having a bit of a discussion about something, family politics, and my older brother said, you know, there's a way that I have to speak to you. So Ooh. just, you know, just, just like, you know, I respect you. I was like, you know, if you've got something to say, just say it. <laughs> And he was like, no, 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 I respect you, Halima. And I'm like, yeah, but if you've got something to say, say it. Oh. You seem very straight up, though. I like yeah, it. I that am. Good. Like, you got, I, sometimes you've got to be straight to the point. Do you know what's really funny? I'm very straight to the fo- point, I like to think. Mm. And I am quite overwhelming. I know that about myself. Oh, that's good. Self-aware. 
yeah no no i'm i know i can be quite overwhelming mm. i'm very i can get very emotional very quickly mm-hmm. but then i rein it in and then mm. i'm like okay well halima like it's not fair on the whole world yeah. that you have your moment <laughs> and then you're like right sorry guys <laughs> you know just had a minute um, at least they like recognize like they're familiar with the personality that you have the characters that you my family do yeah yeah exactly yeah. i think they just have to learn to accept it because i am their sibling or their daughter or whatever but yeah i think most people do not everybody yeah. but you know that's I think it loss. helps that you're like you work you have your own business as oh, well yeah, yeah. So and it like, helps that you know these things about yourself a lot of people like tend to function in a way that is detrimental to like having social connections Mm-mm-mm. and aren't aware of like how toxic they are no no i can say like honestly i'm toxic <laughs> but like <laughs> i say I, that all the time no no but like i know i know myself and i know that i can go back and i can apologize to people That's like i'm good. not gonna sit there and i do like laugh at the memes that like, you know where you're just like standing in front there's like, those memes where, you, where the guy's standing in front of the mirror and he's like i'm not toxic everyone in the house is toxic <laughs> and i'm like that's me <laughs> So yeah, I'm like I know I'm to- I I can be toxic, but you're also self-aware and I'm take very accountability. And I love, like I love. I will give you my heart and soul, oh. but don't mess with me. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so we're gonna slowly move into masculine and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading. Actually, I've been reading and listening to these two women. Is it on, Wizard Lizard? It's Wizard Lizard and someone else. I forgot the other person's name though. What was it? Oh, that's not helpful. It's on TikTok anyway. Okay. So they're really about understanding your feminine energy and mm. using your feminine energy to get what you want, whether you're married, whether you want a man, whether you want money, la la. Mm. So I wanted to ask you guys, mm-hmm. on the spectrum, where do you put yourself? Do you think you're quite feminine or do you give masculine energy or do you go you know, between both? And has that changed over time? I'll let Halima go first. <laughs> I, I think I'm like both. Yeah, I, I would say I'm, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I can be either or, depending on my mood, depending on the situation, yeah, depending on the people. I'll be honest with you, I am married, so I do give more feminine vibes towards my husband, mm-hmm. but that's because I just think that's, you know, just it's your own space. Mm. It's the person that you can give your feminine energy to. Mm-hmm. I think outside of marriage, I'm still feminine, obviously, but I think I have this like guard up, mm. and that's where my masculine energy comes in. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm a Picos girlie. Yeah, <laughs> Picos girl just give out masculine energy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I am in yeah. the middle. I don't think I understood feminine all masculine energy until like the last two years but I think majority because of the way that I was raised I think I give off a lot of masculine energy Mm. especially since having children which Mm. is not a good thing because obviously I'm married and I should my feminine energy should allow me to let my husband do the things that he does but like because I'm an only child that grew up on my own okay like single mom household Mm -hmm. daddy issues Mm -hmm. it gives me the vibe where I was like I have to do everything myself so Mm -hmm. I'm always quite logical Mm. i'm always quite driven i'm always quite like to the point of what i need Mm -hmm. yeah and that gives off like quite masculine energy Mm. even the way i solve problems is quite masculine i think what's that like the way i solve oh the way you solve Mm. problems yeah like even at work or like with people is quite masculine Mm. but then this girl called wizard liz was like well darling you're a girl and you need to learn how to adapt to your feminine energy to mm. get what you need. And it bloody works. Oh. Mm. So, it yes. Works. I mean, I think I'm more on the feminine side. I'm okay. not even going to lie. Yeah. I'm very laid back. Yeah. Like, I just let things go quite a lot. I always let things go. I never, like, hold on to stuff. If something pisses me off, mm. 
I think it will piss me off in the moment, but then I won't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I'm very, I'm quite chilled. Yeah, I think you're chilled, yeah. yeah. I don't think you give me masculine I don't think once. I am. I don't think I've ever had to truly be in my masculine. Maybe, like, a little bit in my family home here and there. Mm-mm-mm. But I don't know. I just think generally I, I'm quite a laid-back person. Like, I don't let things get to me. I'm very... Oh, like, yeah, because I just feel like... I just, that. No, because I just genuinely... <laughs> I believe that just being stressed for things that are outside of your control is going to just make you worry and, and I don't want to I don't want to feel like that all the no, time so it's no. better to just you know what I mean I do love things that, yeah sure do that. things that yeah. make you no, that's really chilled mm. I'm a I'm a warrior I'm really? a warrior I'm an I'm I don't know how to explain it was it's funny yesterday my husband said to me it's just the way your mind works mm. when you think about a situation you're not like those people that you know if there's if someone makes a comment mm. a lot of people can just let those comments slide or they'll just be like eh, or they'll bitch about that comment mm. I kind of sit there and I kind of break that comment down yeah and then it doesn't stress me per se I won't let it get in the way of my day-to-day running but I think generally I know that I hold these things in my heart yeah. and in my head. And that's what probably leads to me having a bit of a, like more of a masculine energy. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. But like I, I over, not overthink. I don't want to say I want to overthink. I've forgotten the word that he used. <laughs> but it, de- it really depends on who you're with. So like around yeah. my siblings, I just know the sort of relationship that we have. Like they could say the most, craziest things to me I would never internalize it because I Mm. just know that you know the following day we're just gonna make up and be fine or if Mm. we don't make up we're gonna be fine Mm. anyway you know when you could just do someone will just say oh like we've run out of milk can you go and get some or something like it just breaks the ice but I would say like in the last few months I have been internalizing things a bit more but it's very new to me internalizing things a very new concept to me because I never used to internalize everything and I always dealt with people in a way where I would never take things personally because I just know that person. Mm. I know that they, A, probably don't mean it. And mm. if they do mean it, there's probably a reason behind it that I probably need to uh, so address with them. But mm. I was just honestly, like, I don't take life very seriously. Like, That's a very positive way to think, to assume someone else's... To think positive of someone is it's a really good thing to have, especially when they've done something to you. I know, I know. And it's that's probably my biggest flaw. Sure. It's probably my fatal flaw. No, no, I wouldn't no, see I it as a flaw. flaw. Yeah. That I think it's like Islamically it's such a beautiful doubt, yeah. characteristic to have. Yeah. Because you don't hold what people do to you or say to you. I really wish, and inshallah, you know, we all should yeah, have self-development. Yeah. But that's such a beautiful character. Mashallah, that's such a beautiful characteristic to have. Just letting people just kind of get away. Not get away with it, but it's almost like you just let it slide. Allah will deal with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's a really good way to deal with it. But I don't think anyone's ever done anything to really affect... Mashallah, like, you, know, like you, you know, in your world though. Yeah. yeah, I think you're a very my own bubble type. Of yeah, very, yeah, very main character yeah. as well. No good. But I just think you have to be because if you don't, if you don't know yourself, mm. if you don't know who you are as mm. a person, mm. other people's opinions of you can affect you, yeah. right? Yeah. But if you know, true. if you know yourself, then. I think, yeah, but it's also I think it is how you literally take things in, mm. how you process things, mm. because yeah, I've been trying to be down that way of just not letting people affect my mood. It's hard, I tell you what, mm. it is hard. It is but hard. it's at the same time, I think for the past year, I've really just kind of tried to grasp the aspect and you just cut people off. Yeah, You just have to just, you, you know, put yourself first and just get those people out of the way that are giving you that bad energy and yeah. negative energy. And yeah. you've just got to live the way you need to live. 
to get to the next stage. Yeah. So that's some of the things that she talks about in feminine energy is grasping who you are. So one thing that she talks about is obviously people talk about manifesting life or blah, blah, like mm. who are you in the next five mm. years? And I'm so dumb, yeah. <laughs> I never. <laughs> you dropped You that. know what we used to, people used to say, where are you going to be in five years time? I used to say some generic bullshit like, oh, I have money or like, yeah. but I never thought about where, what is, what is harder mm. in five years time going to be? Or what is the best version of harder? they're going to be mm. in five years time mm. and it was only recently that I sat down after that video and I was like oh my god like what is the best version of me mm. so I'm just wondering if you guys ever thought about that like in my mind the best version of me is like size 10 <laughs> I love that for you <laughs> I know right model S yeah. filthy rich Ooh. on a beach mm. somewhere might not happen sipping mocktails you never know love but like, the aim the point of that exercise is you you gradually work towards getting those things so obviously what I said is quite stupid but if I want to be size 10 then obviously I have to exercise to be size 10 mm. yeah and I and then she was like you have to set yourself goals in the year to reach that point so you can't just be next year in 2024 I want to be size 10 mm. she was like next year in November, in, like the set that I did, so in November, in June, every six months, you have to recap your goal and be mm. like, how am I going to reach this harbor that's amazing mm. in the next five years without having to... So yeah, mm. I learned something new, ladies. I love that. And uh, I won't ask you what your five years are, though. Don't worry. Keep that to oh, yourself. Don't, don't want to stress you out. Mm. That will stress me out. Would it stress you out? I think thinking about the next five years, because the way that I try and think about the next five years is... The only thing that I can do is control the present, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, maybe I can put small things in place now while I have the capacity and maybe those things in the next five years will slowly, yeah. slowly That's come nice. to fruition. Yeah. But if I think about now until five years, I'm, I'm going to be like, oh my God, like this, this is too overwhelming for me. Ooh. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing that. I feel oh. like I've slept for like 20 years oh. and really? I've just woken up. Honestly, oh. guys. I need to give you this lady. I think I want to, yeah, because I think I just roll as it, the Same. day comes. And I think, yeah. But I mean, alhamdulillah, rolling has, has gotten you somewhere really good. Yeah, yeah, I like rolling with the days too. Rolling Letting the chips the fall day. where they may. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've done that for a while. And in my head, I'm like, where maybe am I getting you just these feel chips like, from? Yeah, but maybe it's Where just, are the chips? Some people work different though, don't yeah, they? True. I mean, everyone works different in their own in ways. Their ways. Yeah. And it could be that that, is what makes you feel like you're going to be able to reach a certain type of goal. Mm. Yeah. But then I feel like that's with everyone. If I had to give myself a five-year goal plan, mm. I'd have to do it. And then you just kind of, it's up to you whether you want to sit there and manifest that yeah. and really work your way to it. Or yeah. just kind of like have it there and just be like, are you going to go? Yeah, yeah, I'll see you in five years. But I like I prefer like shorter term. So like in the yeah. next three months or in the next okay. six months, mm -hmm. we're going to do this. Because okay. then like the things that you do in those short little short, yeah, bits. They grow up, like they yeah. work their way up. To, they build yeah. up to the five mm. year. And then in five years, you're going to be like, ring. Yeah. <laughs> and also what's amazing is like if you think back to 17 year old self, like looking, go back there. <laughs> looking at, you know, in our 30s now. I'm going to claim that it's four months left. That's the whatever. best. But yeah. it's like 17 year olds after 30. Like, I'd be like, girl. I feel like girl. in 17, though, your goals were very set by the environment that you're in at the time. So, like, things like, oh, I need to pass no my A levels. I need to get into uni. That was a massive goal for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I need to get into uni. I need to pass my exams. It's very education okay. orientated. Yeah. And then after that, I remember just feeling so lost. I was okay. like, okay. I don't know yeah. what to do now. Oh. But like, if you look back, if you spoke to little Callie, 17, yeah. she sees you now, she's like, girl. 
Oh my God, wow. You're getting it, mm. you know? Yeah. So it's all perspective if you think about it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't oh know. God. Honestly, that lady got me. I'm going to send you guys the YouTube send the details. Yeah. I'll send you the link. Mm. So yeah, that is my... I feel like we're talking for ages. Halima, can you say something, please, darling? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> so there's, there's this viral lady. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I wish I could show you guys the video. I'll show you after. So there's this viral old Somali lady that was on TikTok the other day. I think I said the video is so funny so she's basically talking about she's talking about women that are in just like horrible situations like suffering situations with husbands and it was just so sweet like the way she was advising she was like just let him go let him go no, she's saying, saying it in Somali yeah. yeah but it's like mm. I, I feel like the nuances in Somali are just so much funnier. they're just very powerful oh, okay. it's very oh, more I powerful like, I don't know how to I, I feel like it would be the same you're Bengali isn't it yeah 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 so if it was someone in your language I think like, there's certain things that they say in your language that mean a certain yeah, thing that you yeah. can't try and like and it's very empowering yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. can't translate to an english way, yeah. but the gist of it was mm-hmm. let him go why are you making yourself suffer think about like, your mental health like, if he's not giving you a family if he's not giving you like a home if he's not giving you love if he's not giving you this just leave him mm. don't uh, don't oh, don't that. be abused she was yeah. like don't be abused don't be abused don't be abused and it just you made... go get used don't get used Ooh. literally <laughs> don't get but used. like it was don't amazing because you know somali that for her. i know older somali women are often... i love older women uh somali women Dear. some next level power rangers honestly <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Mashallah, like, <laughs> they Somali- have so much wisdom. Oh, so much. And strength. Like, you can tell physical strength, <laughs> mental strength, <laughs> like they emotional shit. strength. Yeah. yeah. But then I feel like, is that ethnic? I mean, you know, Bingo, oh, I can say it. it's yeah. like, yeah. my mum, when I look at her, I'm like, mum, you're so strong. But honestly, like, whatever happened to me? Yeah. But then I do have to say to myself, like, Halima. Yeah. There's different you've been through what you've been through. Yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah. And like, you guys have it. different life, like oh, yeah. life yeah. experiences. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Every, yeah. But like yeah. what what caught me off guard was the fact that often Somali women are quite like, they venture towards the idea of being patient and staying in a situation. I don't whereas, think that's just Somali women. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, older. Yeah, yeah, the older generation. Especially in Muslim women. communities. They yeah. venture on being patient. Yeah. And you know, you know striving through seeing working it out yeah so it was very different to yeah. see someone actually saying you know what just go just go yeah, like yeah. why do you have to suffer yeah no there's a level of suffering that i think women should not have to put up with but there's also a level of patience that we should have and mm. i feel like there is a lot online now like compared to 10 years ago 15 years ago the online world wasn't like how it is now Mm. and I think women empowerment is amazing Mm -hmm. but I also feel like we need to really rein it in sometimes Mm -hmm. and go back to the sunnah like I'm being really honest like Mm -hmm. I'm like you know we're all far from perfect I'm very far from perfect but one thing that I always have to understand is that a man's right is a man's right a woman's right is a woman's right and Mm -hmm. we have to be able to work in that and actually marriage is very black and white the staple the foundation of it is very black and white and if a husband cannot provide for his wife what islamically he has to then you know that's all question marks there but a woman also has her responsibilities Mm -hmm. so yeah as I said to you guys earlier I think it depends on each circumstance Mm -mm, where people are Mm -mm. but yeah I don't think women should sit around and just take abuse that's not that's not the way forward that is not the way forward. But I think a lot of women are standing up. For and, themselves. Yeah, and good for them. Good and for I think them. they've got more, they've got more circumstances to do that. Yeah. Because of the environment they're in, they're yeah. working, yeah. they're more educated. Yeah, yeah. 
they've got sustenance to provide for themselves yeah, now. Yeah. So it's like, if that was the only thing that was holding you back, yeah. then really well, and truly exactly. you can leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's sad, but I also, I embrace it, man. I'm just like, don't suffer. Yeah. Not happy, I mean, there's happy. a bit of difference between patience and tolerance. Mm. And I think Fine. patience is one thing. And I think just like, I'm intolerant to a lot of stuff. So <laughs> I can say I'm very patient, but yeah. I'm very intolerant to like shit. So just don't, <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't, you know. Don't but there's certain boundaries. There are certain boundaries, but there are, there's, there's, there's space for forgiveness for a lot of things, but that's only if you see someone actually really working on themselves and having self-development. Mm-hmm. But then there's also people that make it out like they're working on themselves and they're not. Then, yeah. you know, it's, Opening up the eyes, you know. Yeah. It's giving knock. Mm. <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> I'm a little bit toxic too, there, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've got to be honest, guys. Yeah. No, it's You've true. When someone honest. says they're working on themselves mm-hmm. and then they're not, they're actively like they're promised. They're making promises to do things, and they they've actively decided they're not going to. Yeah. Okay, so you want to show the rest of the world that you're this person, person, yeah. But really, you're just being an abusive. Yeah. person to your spouse no I think that's not on you know it, there's a there's a fine line mm. and there's patient and then there's stupidity <laughs> <laughs> which is the intolerance part. but yeah I think yeah fine line girls you know know okay. your rights yeah know your rights have your boundaries yeah. say and know your love. responsibilities too actually yeah you know because we all want to be that woman and we want to be that girl you know we want to be wined and dined and all of that but we have our responsibilities too mm. yeah valid Right, first scenario, do you want to do yours? Yeah, this one's really, I thought it was going to be short, but it's not, but let's let's go anyway. Right, scenario number one, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the title here is Husband Just Gaslit Me About Talking to Other Girls. Hello, I just wanted to get your point of view on an issue I've been facing for a while. I've been married to my husband for a little more than a year now, but some issues that would occur on a very occasional basis would make me rethink a lot about us. I'll tell you those. So number one, My husband had both of us agree before our marriage that we don't have contact with any of our exes anymore, not even having them on social media. Exes also include love interests or someone we even liked as per his request. We agreed and I did as asked with a very clear heart, removing everyone that I even may have liked before, but never reciprocated. Later, I noticed he still had three girls that were unknown to me in all his social media accounts. I asked him about them and he said that they are just class fellows and it would seem rude to remove them. I moved on. One time I searched their names up in his phone and there were chats of them from before our marriage containing nudes from both parties, sexting, pictures of girls in his house with him. He told me he's never had a girl over but I forgave him for this specific because it's his past pornography links that the girls would send him to masturbate to etc what the hell what a little weirdo i asked him about this since he told me they're just class fellows and he simply said i forgot we had a past i asked sorry (laughs) okay Uh, so he said i forgot we had a past 
Uh, what does that mean? That he forgot that he had, had all this all these, going on with these girls. Really? really? Yeah. Mm, I mean, how many girls did you have that you mm. forgot about these three? Mm-hmm. I asked him why their nudes were still in his phone. He said, I forgot that they even existed. Mm, okay. Oh, the problem is he would sometimes still be in contact with them, just not romantically or sexually after we got married. I told him that it's not a big deal and he ended up making some personal attacks regarding why I was going through his phone and my self-esteem was hurt. I just forgave him and moved on. He did remove them at the end. Were those personal attacks necessary? Question mark. So number two, he has a female best friend in his friend group that he has always claimed Wait, wait, is this the same people? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, sorry. So it's the second point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got three points, I think. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, wow. so the second point. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I know, she's like, oh my God, there's more. She's like, I'm already done. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> so the second point is, he has a female best friend in his friend group that he has always claimed that he was only platonic with since she has the personality of a guy, aka no drama, only gets along with guys, isn't fake. I that <laughs> me? Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> so she's only friends of guys. <laughs> He's giving pick me. He's giving Lucy from Love Stab. Island. <laughs> Do you remember that clip of Lucy from Love Island where she was like, I just like to hang around with the boys? <laughs> That's actually how she acted. <laughs> okay, I had no problem with her considering I have a few guy friends from uni as well who are part of a bigger friend group. The problem is, she says things like, I own his entire wardrobe. What? Yeah. And can take his hoodies anytime I want and won't say anything. We had a pact to get married if both of us were single by 30. Oh, wow. She needs to get his approval when she gets a haircut or needs his validation when she is dressed up. I once told him he's not allowed to meet her alone because of this stuff. And I was accused that I'm trying to isolate him away from his friends and take control of his life. Despite me explaining the reason, he told me that this marriage might be the reason why all the good things in his life have to end. (gasps) I stopped asking him for this. The last point is... I'm going to summarise it so long. (laughs) (laughs) What is the last point, though? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to know. So the first one is... The, the whole cutting the, of the, the three the, girls. The porno, the girls. Yeah. The second one is the girl best friend. The girl best friend. Mm-hmm. And then he can take his hoodies. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the last one is one of his friends got married a year ago too. He's my husband's good friend, but we have met his wife only twice, only for dinner. Recently, I found out that his wife and my husband have added each other on social media and have been texting each other a lot. By a lot, I mean long conversations and voice messages, nothing romantic. Just general stuff that they put in their stories. He replies to her stories every time their conversation ends after a day or two. She replies to his sometimes. They talk about how tough married life is and they're consoling each other through this. I had no idea that they were even in personal contact until one day me and my husband were on a trip where there were really bad signals. I was getting signals and he asked me for my hotspot constantly, even stopping on the side of the road for it. He seemed very tense about it. And the moment he connected, I saw on his phone that he was replying (laughs) to her Instagram messages. Oh, my God. This man don't want her, man. I'm over it. He's for the streets, I swear to God. How long have they been married? Only a year? Yeah, a year and a bit. Also, does his friend not know that he's chatting to his his wife? wife? Probably not. No, but I don't think he is. So he's not a good friend or a good husband. Mm -hmm. Interesting. 
He kept talking to her even while driving until I pointed this behaviour out. Should I just make you laugh? He was like itching for personal hotspot yeah, yeah, yeah. when he had this giving so me the ear. He was dying to speak to her on not even on text message, guys, nah, on Instagram story. Yeah, so on. he he kept talking to her even while driving until I pointed this behaviour out. I told him it's not fine with me and he told me that he's right for this because he's giving her relationship advice for his friend's marriage and that since she's like his sister, there's nothing wrong with it he gaslit me saying that I don't want him talking to her in personal messages by asking me to show him a conversation with my best friend's fiance I showed him and promised to Allah there were five messages from before marriage in which he was telling me the location and plan for my best friend's surprise birthday he said that I've done the same so I shouldn't have an issue with him I said nothing and just accepted defeat. He continued talking to his best friend's wife even today. I have noticed that for some reason I can't physically let him touch me anymore without being uncomfortable anymore. I've become genuinely turned off by any advances from him. I've tried to communicate the above issues with him many times, but he manages to gaslight me to an extent that I just stop asking, how do I deal with this? This reminds me of that episode of Friends, remember, when... Joey and Phoebe, have you ever watched Friends? Yeah, have I no, ever I watched Friends? What question is that? I'm just saying some people don't, but you no, know, I really love no, Love Friends. Island, I don't watch, so guys don't like, you know. I won't give me. you Love Island references. But Friends is like, I'll yeah, give you. not watched it. So do you remember the episode where Phoebe and Joey make a pact to get oh, married yeah, yeah, when they're yeah. 40? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not the same, it just made me laugh. Yeah, but, but I feel this, like that was almost like... It was friendly. It's friendly and also this kind of, banter and i guess it's a different culture and you know mindset mm. over with them this is this, this is trifling yeah should we start with point one yeah so point one was they both agreed before they got married that they were going to remove all exes love interests likes yeah. whatever from their social media pages yeah. however he kept three girls that are class fellows and before he was married to them they were sending nudes sexting pictures of girls news from parties, pictures of girls in his house, and she forgave him, pornography links that girls would send him to masturbate to, etc. Wait, that part, sorry, it's a bit detailed. That's mm. weird though, don't you think? Why would a girl be sending no, but him but like, how do you links? know? Oh, right, but like, it's a bit like, oh, I'm sending, like, <laughs> she said, I'm sending you a porno here. So I think she's obviously clicked on the link, perhaps, and she's seen it's a porno, no? Yeah. Okay. Or the link could say like, do this or something I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but like the but, point but, is that's weird in itself that's no, not it your is. friend it's like, what friend sends you no, but what friend sends you that and it sounds like some sort of love triangle not yeah. even a triangle it just sounds like an hexagonized point like it sounds like they had square. a very sexual relationship yeah but so is it all three of them and him yeah that's yeah no it's a hexagon it's not, it's a square, babes. <laughs> to, to add their best friend as well. Oh and also God, on yeah. top of that, he's oh. still in contact with them, but this time it's not romantic or sexual. No, but, you know, <laughs> if you guys have made that pact from right. beforehand, mm. then he should abide by that pact. Absolutely. And he just goes, that's like a no-brainer for me. But oh. The second point triggers me more, if I'm honest, about the best friend asking for his hoodie, saying that he promised to marry me at 30. What does mm, that mean? What does that mean? He's married now. Yeah. I feel like this man's a little gone. bit trifling. Well, not a little bit, a lot. Just sounds like he needs attention a little shit. from different places. Yeah. And he's, I don't know, it sounds really... It sounds like he's not ready for marriage. Yeah. No. At but all. then a lot of guys, well, not a lot of guys, but 
you know, you hear so many stories and it only takes something to hit them to be like, oh God, yeah. oh God, you know. So for me, it sounds, to me, it sounds like she's being very patient. She's letting yeah. things slide. Yeah. But it's going to get to a point it, at the well, end. it's gotten to that point. Yeah, she doesn't want to be... She doesn't want to be near him. Near him. She doesn't want him to touch Subconsciously, her. Subconsciously, she doesn't want him yeah. to... Like, like, her body is already... Rejecting. Rejecting him. Yeah. And once that happens, yeah. it's only downhill. Yeah, but it's also what's sad for me, and it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be judgmental because I think when I was younger, mm. I would I think I favoured more the relationship more than myself if that made sense. So like, I would forget about my boundaries and the things that I valued, yeah. or like my morals yeah. or what was important mm. to me, mm. and like I would go with the flow of the relationship mm. just to keep it because I don't know I was insecure or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So to me. It sounds like to her, she's got these boundaries, but she yeah. hasn't put them in she place. She hasn't put them in no. place. But also, I think she's kind of forgotten who the what her strict, is. what her idea is, well, who she yeah. is, what's her worth. So wait, what did she say at the end? So, so she's saying she can't physically let him touch, touch her, her anymore without being uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she's turned off mm-hmm. by his advances. And she's tried to communicate the above issues many times. And but then he, he just said, gaslights yeah. her. Yeah. So it's almost like he's saying, oh, you're not letting me do anything anymore. Yeah, because yeah, you're a married Obviously. man. Mm. What do you want me to do? It's like, are you, do you just want to be, do you, are you single man? He's behaving like he's still single. single. He's behaving like he's for the streets, so yeah. let him be. Yeah. Sometimes you have to let them be and she has to put her, she needs to put out that masculine energy now. <laughs> like really. Yeah. She needs to kind of man up, as they say, mm. and really just kind of give what she wants and she needs to say to him look it's either this way or it's no way exactly this is i feel like this is somewhere where it's not about being patient and tolerant it's literally it's quite point point blank he's transgressing bounds yeah if he's not going to abide by such basic rules i mean you know it's all it's like basic respect yeah no 100 percent. like if you wanted to be with someone yeah you would not be speaking to other people yeah yeah yeah. and it, it sickens me that i even have to put you in that she has to put him in this position yeah. where he has to question morality and be like, yeah. oh yeah, I shouldn't be doing that to my wife. Because yeah. clearly you shouldn't be. Well, well, if he's doing it with his friend's wife, Didn't messaging her up and, you know, <laughs> trying to use his wife's hotspot to message this other woman, his friend's wife, it just goes like he's to show where his cheating. values are. Yeah, it sounds like he's emotionally he cheating. Is emotionally he's cheating. thirsty, guys. <laughs> he's literally <laughs> stopping the car <laughs> in the motorway <laughs> to get hotspot. That's a madness. <laughs> Who does that? He's like itching for the Wi-Fi because no, he's got bad much. signal. That's too much. And he's telling his wife, give me your hotspot so I can message another woman. The disrespect, give me that your hotspot. I think I would have flung my phone. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm stuck in the middle for a lie. Like, I would have flung my phone at his forehead. Literally. Do you know what I think? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how women... Why are you giving your hotspot is beyond <laughs> my mission. You, know like, you know what's sad? I don't think she understands what's going on until she realised afterwards that the reason why he's so thirsty for the hotspot is yeah, but like, if someone, it. like, if... I don't know. I know everyone is different, but yeah. if my husband turned around, your hotspot, your hotspot, what's your hot... <laughs> are you Okay. What hot spot are you trying to get to? Who are you trying to message? No, what hot spot are you trying to... What do you want from me? <laughs> from, from my... Don't know. It doesn't work like that. But then again, I wouldn't even... I wouldn't have a bar of it. Yeah, what, I'm like, excuse me. Why are you itching? What's wrong? Yeah. No, but straight, straight, you're dying straight away, when he messaged... When she saw that he was messaging the girl after the hot spot, she should have just been like... What, what are you doing? Are you doing? Like, you know, okay, you don't need to go vex mode you don't need to go down that road I, 
you know, she probably, maybe she doesn't even have anger streak in her. Maybe she's no. a really My man's person. not even scared of her, He's guys. not. There's no <laughs> reason. Like, not he's not be... scared of her. No, but like, you know when you're scared of upsetting or yeah, hurting yeah, your yeah, partner? Yeah, he's not even got that. There's a fear of hiding yeah. the affair. No. My man's not scared no, at all. No. He's not, just he because thinks... she's not threatened to leave. No, yeah, that's it. That's probably what it is. He doesn't see any kind of, like, any movement from her. She's not trying to leave this relationship. She just wants to go back to him and say, oh, please, just stop playing. Okay, <laughs> But like, so she, all she's doing is she's calling out the behavior. She's yeah. calling out the behavior and then is just leaving it. Yeah, no, what but then she, you need to leave it. Yeah, leave him. Almost pause and be like, look, you know what? Maybe you need some space. You need to evaluate what is important to you. I'm going to go and. Yeah. I don't know. Or like at the very end when she's collated all her receipts, mm. she's gonna, she could just be like, my problem is this, this, yeah. this, and this. If you don't change this, this, and this. Yeah. I'm out. But sometimes I don't think like I saying can even it. Stay no, with someone no, like no. This sometimes guy. just staying and saying that and he could just he it sounds like he's trying to emotionally manipulate her no. and say, You're not even letting me have any fun. Because the fact that she's still staying yeah. shows that like she's still gonna stay with yeah. me even though I am gonna I'm gonna pretend to basically yeah, yeah, like yeah. make some improvements, yeah. but I ultimately I'm just gonna keep going back to the same No, but she's shit. seeing that he keeps going back yeah, to the because, same thing. So because she hasn't left. She needs My to take a break. My girl needs to tie her head. Down. <laughs> yeah. Pack her bags. Get, yeah. the Get the hell out. And Charlotte, she's got somewhere to go. But you know, back to family's house, friends, mm-hmm. wherever. Or the toxic in me wants to speak, which I always do. The toxic in me, yeah. If I really want to cause carnage right now, and there's no saving this. He's talking to his friend's wife. I no, would also hook him up with the, with the friend. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, that's so true. Like, I'm he's talking, lie. That's the first thing I probably would have done. He's talking to his best friend's wife. Can we actually deep that? But, no, but, but did this start on in a toxic way? Not in a funny way. I get the whole not having exes and blah, blah. But if you have to say that to each other, mm-hmm. is that not saying exactly. something about someone's character in the first place? Right. Like, why do you even have an ex on your you social know, list? media? Yeah, why do you, why are you you know it doesn't mm. even make sense. You shouldn't like, have been doing shouldn't that. Have, you know if you've got it, that's what you know. It's the past. It's done, dealt with. But why do you need to make a pack at the pack at the front at the at the beginning of the relationship? That for me, it feels like the trust issue started already from before they were even married. Hundred percent, Donny. I just don't understand why she's tolerating it. Nah, it's too much. No, she needs to wake up. Like, you there's too many things on. piling up yeah. now. It's not just one thing. Let it. Slide. And you're letting slide. You let Disrespect. something that happened before slide. Mm. Okay, that's done. The first issue, right? The three girls. But then he went on to. He's still doing things in the present. No, no. But then he went on to speaking to the friend's His wife. bestie. Exactly. Then the friend's His wife. So the first wife. issue, you can like, just say, you The know. bestie, I'm just a bit like, whatever. Like, she's just, whatever. She might be either A, jealous. She didn't have that. It's not hers. So maybe she's, that's why she comes around and she's like, I can take his hoodie. Because so many women have guy best friends. I mean, my best friend is a guy. It's almost a bit like, you but know, But would he have a take his hoodie? Like, I take his clothes all the time, but it's like my, I see his wife like a sister-in-law, and she just laughs at me because yeah. I'm such a masculine. Like it's that. It, you, do you know what but I do mean? You know what so the it's problem like, is? The problem is that between this husband and wife, she doesn't have that relationship with this bestie. No, you guys yeah. have like a relationship, a relationship. all yeah. together, exactly. and people, yeah, you guys understand each other, yeah. and you guys understand your behaviors towards yeah. each other. Whereas here, this is something that he's doing yeah. without her knowing, yeah. essentially, and it's yeah. just a conversation between him and the bestie's yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of feels like, you know, there's a lack of. I can Res- see why she has a lack, a lack of, of respect. Yeah, there's a lack also of he doesn't everything. have morals. This person, no, there's no morals. Not but then his I friend feel like because she's 
letting him get away with these things she needs to reevaluate herself she mm-hmm. needs to pick up her confidence she needs to remember who she is yes tell them who you are indeed and I think she needs to just take it from there because she she's not up. she needs to she doesn't need to be worried about who he's messaging right now she needs to worry about herself and I think that's where women sometimes end up going down this dark hole is that they're so worried about what this man is doing mm. that they lose themselves yes their personality their drive their everything just but you know what I think the confidence. reason why she's losing herself is because all of these issues are being presented yeah, from her by the person that she supposedly loves, loves yeah. trusts and it's like it's so easy to just like just constantly think about that no, of because course. it's like what like why am I why is he basically doing this like yeah. why yeah what? but when you're when you see this is where it comes down to your own mental strength I guess and mm. it is if he's doing it he's doing it you need to address the issue but you need to remember who you are yeah and i think a lot of women keep forgetting who they are when it comes to these they lose things themselves they lose themselves they lose you know their com- is it confidence as soon as you start rattling a woman's confidence that's it it yeah. just starts going downhill from there and i feel like one thing about men <laughs> take a deep men. breath girl yeah. one thing about men is that not all but they don't feel no way to play with our emotions. Very selfish behavior. Very selfish, very selfish yeah. behavior. And I think if you see that in a man, you need to kind of like step back mm. and you need to rewind to who you are. Exactly. And if you never, if you didn't start with a good, with, with self-confidence, you need to go find yourself back get because it back finding yourself within a marriage is one thing but if you don't know who you are on and, your own on your own then there's a prob- there's that, that's a problem number one forget Especially everything if she he's thinks doing her personality is attached to the relationship yeah, yeah. like and he know. probably is playing on that the fact that of she course is, he's playing on like it. he's doing all these little he's playing things with her emotions. he's rattling her he's manipulating yeah. her he's gaslighting yeah. her he knows now that he's got this woman where mm-hmm. where he wants yeah he is living in her mind rent free yeah. and that's where it starts to chip away at you mm-hmm. so it's true I think you're right I think she yeah. needs to start doing things for herself I think the first thing she should do though is leave yeah leave and give it I mean you know running to divorce is one thing that's a whole ball game but I think you just need to back up yeah. for a second and go and try and figure out yourself like and if he can let him see that exactly. what he does while you're away because if he doesn't work on himself, then that just shows more about him. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't choose to change himself, I mean, what's changing yourself? If he doesn't choose to develop his behavior in a better way. Yeah. So I think saying to someone, you need to change, is almost how you tell someone to change. Exactly. You know, it doesn't also, just work like that. Yeah. And I think change for him might come differently from her. So mm-hmm. if she leaves, he might react to this in a positive way. And yeah. Like, F. No, he might. That's it. She's gone. What am I going to do? Yeah. And then change his life. Or he might just see it as, oh, she's she'll be back. She's gone. Yeah. Or she'll be back. back. Or I can get get whoever I want. Or I can, can, she'll be back and I'll get away with this again. And um, I think what, for me, the biggest issue is, is the fact that every time she brings up a point, the fact that he manipulates her to think that that's not it. It's not a valid point. She accepts it. Yeah. Is where I think she's accepting it or is it, she's accepting it to him, but she knows deep down it's not right. Because she wouldn't be writing in. Exactly. No, I think she's accepted it in the sense that 
she's let the she's let the battle go. But so also, like, I think deep that down, can, she's I think that's quite healthy it. though, because if she keeps being reactive over these things, it's just going to drain her. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like sometimes it's okay. Somebody told you it's something completely different. He's being defensive. He's gaslighting you. Okay. Mm. All right. That's what you're getting. Mm. Maybe she's taken that and thought, okay. I don't think she's taken that to think I've accepted this. I think no. she's taken that to. It's almost like she's acknowledged that that's his way. This yeah, is his but that's a form of yeah. acceptance because at yeah. the first point, she was like, okay, and then we dealt with it. And then she was like, this is what happened. Yeah. And then this is like, so for but me... we don't know her thought process. We don't mm. know if she's just gathering her receipts so yeah. that she can finally just get out of there. Because some people, it yeah... It doesn't in sound like no, she it is, though. Really? Sounds like end, at the ending, yeah. she's explaining how her subconscious has reacted to this person, mm. meaning that her body, mm. her subconscious is basically saying, I don't want you because I don't want him to touch me. But is that me. not yeah. alarm bells, has, though? Is that not her saying, well, I don't think that I can be in a situation like this Read before? Read it out She again. said, I've become genuinely turned off by his advances towards me. She's tried to communicate the above issues many times. He just manages to gaslight me to an extent that I just stop asking. So oh, there I, you are. So she's even just stopped... She stopped There's everything. There's no fight anymore. She's basically just... I don't, she's tired. So, but she's exhausted. Tired. She's exhausted, yeah. exactly. But I, I don't think that she's accepting the situation. I think she's reached out to Reddit mm. for somebody to validate whether or not this is somebody worth no, put, I get like, that. staying with. But like... And I just don't think he I, is. You know what? I, wish, I really wish women would try and just take a step back. And yeah. really I think this is her form the of step situation. Back, though, but sense. I hope that is her, no. But in the sense of stepping back out of that household, mm -hmm. yeah. out away from him, away from his manipulation, of away course. from him, you know, trying to make her feel like a yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? yeah. And go somewhere where she knows that she's loved. Yeah. She's she needs happy. To, yeah, she needs that community of people. Whether it's just one friend, whether it's family, to reassure her that she's not like making things up because. These kind of situations can make a woman feel like, wait, am I looking too deep? In that? Am I thinking too yeah, much? Yeah. Maybe he is doing. just messaging her, like, and just being friendly. But wait, why would he need the Wi-Fi? But wait, you it's, know, and it's just, it really mentally just like... Chips away. Completely, yeah. Completely. Do you know what I don't like, though? One thing that kind of that has, like, made me feel a little bit sad is I don't want her to think that because she's only been married a little over a year that, you know this is something that's salvageable. I don't want her to think that. No. Because when somebody mm. does something like this, it's showing you who they are. Mm. I, I can casually just message people that I've had a sexual relationship mm. with in the past. Mm. I can casually have my girl best friend take my hoodies. I can, it's just disrespect after disrespect after disrespect. So I just think in, in the one year or, or over one year that you've been in that situation, if that's what is being presented to you, because these are supposed to be, I know the first year is the hardest, but like... First two years, first yeah. 10 years, <laughs> But, you know, the first few years are supposed to be the hardest and I get, you know, everyone's adjusting, but yeah. he's doing things that are just very unmarriage. They're very... He's just being a little boy. Yeah. There are people that grow out of it. It's up to her whether she wants. No, no, but that's up to her now. That's going to happen. That's up to her because only Allah can change a person. Well, Allah can change the person, but it also comes from that person's intention. If they choose to want to develop themselves in a better way, then yes, they can. But if they don't have that intention within them, then of course they're not going to bother. But I don't think I'll be honest with you guys. I don't think this man respects anything in his life, and I'm. It doesn't sound like he does. I think I feel like I'm making a big bold statement, but from what I'm seeing, the way she's gathered this information, it doesn't seem like he respects his friends, 
He doesn't respect his wife. Mm. To me, it just seems like he's basically living for himself. Mm -hmm. And I think she needs to do the same. She needs to escape this. I think, like you said, she needs to be in an environment where she's able to think for herself, mm. talk to people about the situation to get a different perspective. Because he's mind effed her so much mm. that at some point she would have thought all of these things were bad. Yeah. She's still, do you know what I mean? And I get it. Maybe she's in that space where she wants to get out now. But I just think, I don't know, man. I just don't think he's worth it. I think she knows the difference between what's right and what's wrong. Mm. These are three very wrong things mm. that he's doing. He hasn't even been married to her for long. Yeah. If you probably, if you don't have any children, you've escaped. You've escaped. But also, it's the idea that what are you willing to accept? How much are you willing to accept before you leave? And sometimes, if you're a very hard-headed person, knows yourself properly, you wouldn't obviously accept bad behavior like this. No. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know who you are and you're quite young, and I was saying at 23, if I got married to a toxic person like this, I'm not gonna lie, I probably would have stayed for four we years. All, we all go through our own thing, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Everyone has some sort of toxicity that they go through mm. and they always think to themselves, well, it's not as bad. But when you hear other people's situation, you're like, girl, yeah, get out. Exactly. But I feel like if we said to each and every one of ourselves with everything that we've been through, girl, get out, none of us would be married. No. Exactly. None of us would 100%. be married. Exactly. So, you know, it's just one of those things like where she has, to, yeah, she has to, she sounds fed up. Just go and, go get out for a minute. Go and reevaluate yourself, reevaluate the situation, the marriage. I don't I know, you're Muslim, what? make it start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, like, I know she is a Muslim girl. Yeah. I also just think there's plenty of fish in the sea, love. Yeah. I generally think that. I think There are. There's a lot of you, fish in the there's sea. There's a lot of Maybe not as nice fish, but you know, your but, salmon uh, might be there. Halima, no, I, really, I really agree with you saying that everyone's circumstances are different and mm. there are things that people are willing to withstand mm. that other people aren't. Yeah, 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 And I think it just depends. It's a case-by-case case basis. It is case-by-case. Case. Right? Like if, I, if I were to give you guys, say for an example, something I went through, you guys probably be like what 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 like get why? out yeah. why are you what's wrong with you are you mad yeah but you could do the same thing to me and i would be like are you guys still married like, yeah the same man <laughs> that's so but it's the level of how much you can endure yeah and also if this man literally looks like he's going to develop himself in a better way i like to say develop himself and not say change mm. because i think there's only so much individuals can change we are quite we are carved the way we are and we can only develop within ourselves mm -hmm. we can't really change change mm. i don't know i don't know if you guys agree i think that you can work towards change but you need yeah. to show action yeah yeah, yeah. If you're not doing the action it, to work though. towards so, that then, then so you can't expect someone to change 360 it's not gonna happen so, overnight yeah. yeah but if he was to show you the developments you know what i'm i'm, I'm He's apologetic, for example. Mm. And he well, says, exactly. Look, you know what? I'm wrong. Like, sincerely I shouldn't have apologetic. done this. Forgive me. I'm deleting these people. I'm changing my number. I don't need your hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, it's up to you how many chances you want to give somebody. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you how you want to take the relationship. But if yeah. you feel that you're one of those people that you, and you feel that he's not going to change, he doesn't care, he's just, it just looks like he doesn't 
want to be in this marriage is almost marriage by name and only she knows her yeah, partner she exactly. knows if he is the sort exactly. of person or the sort of personality yeah. that yeah. is willing to so that's really down to you love everyone can give in their, their stories mm-hmm. but it always does come down to you know that person best so you mm-hmm. know what you need to do so as i said to you guys we all sometimes do know what we need to do we just need to look for people maybe to validate our feelings mm-hmm. or you know it is you know essentially sometimes people really do know what to do they just need you do but you're just yeah. either too scared to say it yeah yeah, yeah. or too you're scared too scared to, scared to, to act on it yeah yeah but yeah. deep down and her intuition's telling her that because her own body's saying yeah. don't touch me yeah i feel like with her i don't know i could be wrong but it just sounds like he doesn't care i'm sorry no. i'm so sorry i know that sounds oh, really so straightforward sweet. but you're actually the cutest so, thank you <laughs> i'm sorry but it's not i'm Stop. sorry but it I'm just sorry, it but... sounds like it's the way she's worded everything it just sounds like he does not care about you yeah i think as soon as the man stops caring yeah there's no like did he just gonna... did he ever care i don't know question. but it's like, like as you soon guys as... started your marriage on a pack that you know like that oh you you're not fell allowed to have a girl, you know your ex and this I and mean, those things should not even be in the question if i'm very honest with you i agree you know I why start is it with love what, yeah it should start with like and yeah like fresh it, no friendship. exes should be even involved in like this take situation. every day as it comes with the person exactly just... if an ex like appeared out of nowhere it's almost like oh why are you messaging me? Why is she messaging me? Yeah. Block. Exactly. But, but it, it came with be, conditions. Yeah, it came with the, right, so you can't have male friends, you can't have female friends, you can't have exes, it's long. you can't have this. It's all long. Dude, and I just, like, if you can't even respect your partner to be able to speak to the opposite gender in a, in a respectful manner, mm-hmm. in a public place, mm-hmm. then... <laughs> then there's, you know, it's probably just more an emotional issue that you have yeah. from something that stemmed from before, maybe. And I genuinely just think if you're exhausted, yeah, and to me it seems like she is, yeah, of constantly reassessing, of looking at the situation differently, of finding these creepy shit, yeah. like... It's just I'm tired. Yeah. Mm. And I think she yeah. needs to prioritize herself, yeah, like yeah, your yeah. mental health. 100%. Love. I do think she needs to prioritize yeah. herself. I never want to make it sound like I'm. No, no, yeah, not yeah, you. Yeah. No, no, but I'm just trying to reevaluate what I've said because you almost kind of have to remember wait, hold on. You can't make someone feel just because some little words can make people feel triggered and then they're like, oh, mm. I'm the problem. But no. you're not the problem, babes. The problem is, is the him. situation. Exactly. And everything in, on hand and him. What? Yeah. <laughs> and the solution is how you both decide to deal yeah, with it. 100%. Take um, a break. Take the a The solution cat. is how she decides to deal with it. No, yeah. but... In her th- own head. I, th- I think Fair, he needs to be able to... But I think to, he yeah. needs... Yeah. Because the relationship to... doesn't work one way. Mm-hmm. As much as we want to be... I think this is where that masculine energy comes in. Because yeah, you're, you're saying me. it in a way where it's like, listen, own. this is how it's going to be dealt with. You don't have an option. But his options are either you fix up and you want to be in this relationship on good terms, not these, you know, dodgy terms. And you respect me as your wife, as a woman, as mm-hmm. a woman that could be the mother of your future children. Mm-hmm. Or go about your business, go, go back to your porn, go back, go back to, to wherever life. it is. I'll guide you. I'll, I'll guide you. <laughs> Go back to whatever it is, but no point. Like, men, if you're watching this. Here we go. Direct. If you are watching this, leave her alone. Or just be nice to her. Like, why do you need to do all of this? What is the reason? What was the reason? Is it mommy issues? Daddy issue? What issue is it that you're having that you need to... It really is. Like project onto the person that you claim to love. And it is, a lot of the times it's either to do with the home that they've been brought up in, 
I don't know, exes that they've had, mm. relationships that they've had, siblings, mothers, fathers, uncles, aunt, I don't know what it is, but fix up. It's not my problem. It's not my problem. <laughs> it's not my problem. It's not the women's problem. The women yeah. need to know that they need to go in one way and the men need to go in one way and you need to work together to to be able to have a somewhat successful relationship. Every relationship has an up and down, mm -hmm. but if it's always down, I don't know. Then that's then the thing. Yeah. With the disrespect that she's facing as well. If you think about the element of being married to a, a friend, or I'm hoping the marriages that we have, the people that we're with or whoever's with, you've got an element of friendship, a base yeah. foundation of friendship. Yes, Even important. if he's doing these weird, different, whatever, whatever shit he's doing, I would have thought there'd be a base of friendship, of kindness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, I don't see that. No. Like, She's kind of straight up said, this is what he does. Yeah. But there's no, no love in this message, yeah. by the way. But there's no, the he, he's not really considering her. No, no, no. At all. Because like, I feel like if she felt there was a level of love from him, she would have said like, he does take, I don't mm. know. Like yeah, people do nice add things. little things. Like, they do. It's just know, literally. They add little sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles, sprinkles, mm. sprinkles. <laughs> but they, she just hasn't said no. any of that. It's almost like, it's not even trophy wife. It's almost like this is my girl. Yeah, this it's is like my almost wife, yeah. she's forced on him. Yeah, it was an arrangement. I don't know. Didn't say. I don't know. But guys, we've dived in. We need to do round two. Oh, Scenario wait. So what's two. the conclusion, guys? Mm. Should she stay or should she go? Girl, I would run. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> for my own mental health. I think for her own mental health, I think she should separate for a period of time to fix herself yeah. mm -hmm. and to concentrate on mm -hmm. herself. Mm -hmm. And then I think, like Halima said, she should give him the two options. Yeah. We're speaking from a feminine energy perspective. Mm -hmm. And then obviously see where he goes with that. Yeah. Only she'll be able to judge the whole, the end result at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. You know, some men, they'll see it as, oh, she's gone, she's gone, cool. Oh, only she knows what's happened yeah. in that household between them in that yeah. year and a bit that they've been together. Yeah. She knows how he is going to behave because, do you know what I mean? Familiarity, yeah. Yeah. you know someone's routines, you know what they do. She, yeah. Only she knows. Yeah. Yeah. So if she brings him these boundaries... Mm. Or if she was to say like, oh, this, this is my line mm. or whatever, only she knows whether mm. he's capable of crossing mm -hmm. those boundaries. And if he is, I don't know if it's worth it because you're going to what have the same conversation about boundaries over and again over and again. again. No, it's not. No, I haven't got time. No, for that. it's Darren. I'm I can't. Tired. I'm tired. Like, I wanna I'm move tired. On. <laughs> and she deserves love. She does. Healthy, happy, yeah. content, safe love. Because yes. it exists. It does exist. It does exist. It does. So let's introduce Halima Ocean properly. Okay. Halima Wags. Halima Wags. It's so weird hearing that back now. After You've disrespected her, guys. Yeah, we, we really effed her merits. No, so but no, it's not even about wanting to know me because I'll be like, yeah, I'm a photographer. Okay, cool. Like, let's go back into... How did you even get into but, photography? Oh, you know... <laughs> Where, what's your origin story? That's the question we like to ask. I studied point of sale visual merchandising. Okay. So that is I, a um, yeah, it is a mouthful. <laughs> Quite like saying it though. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, like, I was a stylist essentially. Oh, and that must be such a fun job. Oh, it's a fun, Did fun job. Did you sell any fun people? No, this is like back in the day. Back, like okay. back in the day. Like Girl, you like some stuff. of you lot were not even born. Kind of oh, back in the, the day. No, honestly, I've been in the gig. I've been in the gig. I've but been in doing this for what year are we? Twenty twenty three. So thirteen years. <gasps> 
Wow. Yeah, wow. 13 years. Yeah, so like from the infancy of modest fashion. So you like started as a stylist? So I started as a stylist. Well, so pre-modest fashion, pre-hijabi halima, pre-wags, I was doing point of sale. So that's like shop floor styling. Okay. Yeah, window styling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So I did that. Yeah. And then when I decided to become a Muslim it's not like I decided to become a Muslim when I decided to start wearing hijab I felt that there wasn't a fashion you weren't allowed to be in fashion as a Muslim mm. it felt really weird doing shop window and having all these goals as a non-hijab yeah to them putting on the hijab and then suddenly it's like was, it that, was, a there, was there any limit limits or like I left my job okay because it was almost like I was known for my hair and I was known for my styles and things like that. So I left it, but not based on the fact that people were judging me. I left it based on the fact that I outgrew that position. Mm-hmm. Even though there were opportunities for me to go to better positions, mm. I outgrew it in a sense of, I felt like my faith came first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to understand myself as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Mind you, like obviously I, I've grown up a Muslim mm-hmm. by name. And my family are Muslims and mashallah, you know, my parents pray, my siblings, mm-hmm. most of them do. Mm-hmm. But I think at that point I was just trying to find myself in my faith. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let me just, and I f- thought fashion was haram. I mean, people would still think fashion is haram, but that's like, you know, it's up to them, yeah. you know, just another, yeah. that's a, that's a debate for another day. Another day. <laughs> debate for another day. But did you find that people were, were treating you any differently because you decided to put yeah, a hijab on? Yeah, 100%. It was almost like, what happened? Are you okay? What do you mean I'm okay? <laughs> one, I remember one woman, I remember her face so clearly. She looked at me and she goes, are you having a bad hair day? I swear to God. Oh wallahi. my God. She said, she said it's oh my God, it was so funny. <laughs> that is the way she dropped it. That's mad. You having a bad hair day? It's like, what? No. Often like, I what? do. What's an idea? My one was when I put a hijab on randomly at work. Someone said to me, "Are you getting married?" (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't get. I didn't get married. They just kind of thought it was because I was having a bad bad hair day. And I think I I stayed in the position for about a few more months. I think maybe six months. It's Mm. not like I just up and left. Yeah. No, maybe not even six months. But regardless, you know, a few months later, left. I was just at home. And I was just kind of, you twiddling. know, twiddling my fingers and thinking what to do. I, mm. I actually got a job in a call centre. Yeah. Because it was God. just something to do. We've all done that. We've yeah. Done oh, that, did you? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fun. It's, it's so actually going to fun, not going to lie. And I could have actually worked my way up there because I remember the time, the manager at the time, he was like, you're really good at this. You know, you can you could be where I am. I was like, oh, oh God, that's, that's not good. really my goal in life, that's but like, okay. Of my worst hell. Yeah, no, I, yeah. So I was in that for a while prior to marriage. And then after I got married for about a year, just kind of trying to figure my life out, I even pursued youth work because I was like, okay, maybe that's something I want to do, which I do enjoy, mm-hmm. or I did enjoy. But I miss fashion. I missed Aww. it so much. So then I was like, right, where is the fashion with hijabis? And there wasn't any. Oh. So, you pre, so this, this is pre Basma. Who? Pre Basma K. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre life, lifelong percussions. Yeah, Habiba. Pre, Habib, no, so pre. Habib yeah, more silver, or less. Yeah. yeah, more or less. They were babies. Habiba Dina. was a baby. Dina. Dina was around, and I tell you why Dina was around because she did a, was it Channel Four or? She something. did the iPlayer documentary thing. That was it iPlayer? Of. Was it BBC? I can't, I can't remember. remember. But she did one. These people? And it was like about that. hijab. No? Or fashion? It was about styling. 
Right, it was okay, something to do with that. It was many years ago. I feel ago. like I watched this that. This was like a good, this pre her marriage, pre. Yeah. And when her oh, head, wow. yeah, she yeah. Still had a pre, yeah, I think she was at uni at the time. Yeah, this is that time. She used to time. do different haircuts. She was the first, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So this is pre all of them, more mm. or less. Like, you know, I think Dina was the first to kind of come out and she was really into fashion and she was living between Wales and London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a whole new world back yeah, then. Well, I it's remember. a whole new world now, but it was a whole different, different world back then. Now. This is way before brands even were doing websites, you know, photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Everything was on a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Everything was store-based. Oh, oh, so this is before the death of the high street. online yeah. yeah, pre-online. I mean, mind you, modest fashion was back then, really, you know, where do you get your hijabs from market? Mm. You know, there were some brands that were doing these a little bit more of that fancier style you know but there wasn't really and most stores that did have online platforms were all being shot on mannequins so yeah so then at that time i wasn't doing photography i was actually i got in contact with a brand up north and i was like oh you know i'd love to do some styling for you like do do you do photo shoots would you consider doing photo shoots and they were like oh yeah and then i went i styled their shoot did their hijab there was faceless everything's faceless back then you know Mm. not allowed to show the faces yeah and I also did image therapy with Muslim women. So women that don't know how to dress for their body type. Oh, or f- that's so yeah. cool. Or that, you know, don't know how to dress or don't feel comfortable Confid- yeah. or confident in how they can dress modestly. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would so never I thought you were then. a stylist. That's amazing. And then you yeah, ventured into then. photography. So I ventured into photography because I couldn't understand why there were no Muslim, Muslim female photographers shooting Muslim female modest brands, well, like they were all these random. There like, isn't a lot. There's not really. I mean, there's. I mean, to there's be a honest, few. few, but not like yeah, nearly as much still. as we'd like. No, to see. there isn't. There's not nearly as much as I wish I could see, and I could kind of like bring onto the agency type thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, there isn't, and it's a shame actually because I don't know. I think this is something I talk about within the agency. I'm always looking for talent, talent that I think would be able to handle the kind of work that we do mm-hmm. but there yeah there you go girls yeah make sure you contact oh please don't no no no, no yeah. <laughs> I have no vacancies yet please well, I've like got I so much going on right now I just need to <laughs> say that Halima you're actually one of the one of the OGs Essentially, you talk about Dina as being an OG. I feel like you're in that category. Of I'm OGs. not even gonna lie. I'm not an OG in terms of you being known. Not like OG, in the background, but, like, but in the background, I'm not even gonna lie. I know modest fashion inside out. Like if anyone was going to write, but I'm not saying this in a really stuck up way. But if mm. anyone were to write a book about modest fashion, I think I'd do a really good job at writing a book about modest fashion. Not how to dress like modest fashion, but where it started. Yeah. So, do you think it started in the UK, Europe? I think. I'll be honest, the brand that led the way that really shook the industry was Inaya. Really? Yeah. Yes. And pre, I hope she doesn't mind me telling the story behind this, but pre clothing, Inaya was an accessory brand. They were doing bangles or something. Mm-hmm. She was doing bangles. Because or... I remember having her as a Facebook friend back yeah. then. So then when this she. Is These are actually gems yeah, of yeah. knowledge. So when she came into the scene, she had two big models that came and she shot with. I, mean, I didn't do their shoots, but she shot with Hamasa and I think it was Tia. And that shook everyone. Cause it was like, wait, what? I mean, if you look back at the picture, when I look back at their pictures now, like lot the big hijab yeah. styles and you know, like, but 
when they came in, even I was like, oh, whoa, 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 what's going on here? This is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, they changed up the game. And that's when brands, they knew that they had to level up brands that were shooting on mannequins changed up. They 360 their business plans. I'm telling you, because they knew that Inaya came in and that was it. And I think the States had a lot of, I don't, you know, the thing with the States, I know brands now because we have really, really lovely, amazing clients from the States and Mm -hmm. Canada. But back then, I don't think, I can't really say much for them. The UK scene was, yeah, that was that was popping, and it was like a small time frame as well. Yeah, I remember Anaya, their buyers, they had those nude browns. Yeah, 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 and they popped off. And then there's another brand that did really well. Forgot the bloody name, but it's right on the tip of the thing. Certain brands I don't mention. Okay, maybe not. But anyway, there's a few brands that I would say resemble similar. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. similar business plan to them. Yeah, And then the other thing I was going to ask is, I think I remember lots of people doing that fashion, modest fashion. Modest of, Fashion Week? Yeah, and that was in Turkey perhaps? Right, so the first ever Modest Fashion Week, London one, was actually done by someone called Seema. And that was kind of, and it was done, do you, where did you do your live, it was in Rich Mix. Rich Mix. I think it was there. Yeah, this was like 10 plus years ago, I think. Wow. It was about maybe 8 plus, 10 plus years. I, I can't I can't be sure 100% mm. on the timeline. It's funny because I met up with her on Friday. Halima, um, you're basically one of the proponents of modest fashion. Oh, wow. okay. You should like, write a book. I love this. <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like the girlies now that are coming up now have no idea how hard you guys essentially worked to make life easier for them and it, yeah. in the content creation game right Yeah, now. not going to lie. People, the likes of Dina, the likes of Habiba, Manal, she was here last year. Yeah. I love her. I'm going to see her tomorrow. Aww. She's coming for a shoot. I will. You know, the likes of these kind of girlies that came out. Who else was there? There's so many, you know, I'm trying talking to think about who it. I used to watch. Who's the Nabila Bees? Yeah. Um, I love Umayma Abdullah. Yeah, uh, yeah Abdullah. Yeah. I also used to watch Shahd. Oh yeah, Shef. from the states. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, nice. some of these girls are a bit more on that later part, but the girls did do a lot to really roll in, and like they came out and they did a lot, and they got stick for a lot. Oh. And you know, one thing that really hurts me is that because obviously I've spoken to many of them, mm-hmm. and the hate they get and oh. the level of like toxic behavior from Muslims. I get it. I get it. You know, hijab, and I get it. Everyone has their journey, and I get all of that. I truly do. Like, I will never say, like, yes, this is 100% halal and this 100% haram. But you know what? Just let it be. Not everyone, if someone was to throw the religion down my throat, I kid you not, I wouldn't have started wearing hijab. I started wearing hijab because I saw two happy girls on the bus. Oh, I swear to God. I saw two girls in a bayan khimar and all of that. And they just happy. they just looked happy. And I went home, and it's funny. I was on the bus. I went home. I showered. I got this abaya out of the cupboard. I don't even know. I think my aunt gave it to me. I got some hijab. You know those pashmina scarves. Yeah. Put it on. Started praying. I They're was doing crying. Doing a comeback. Those ones. Yeah, they are doing a comeback. Actually, mm. it's quite funny. But you know, and they don't get it any easier. I mean, Habiba, mashallah, mashallah, married now. She's living her, her best her. life. Yeah, she is. Tropical best life. Love, love her. Love. But yeah, you know, she still gets it. You know, a lot of these girls still get it. You know it. what? I remember that video when Dina took off her hijab mm. and it was, she did a whole YouTube video mm-hmm. of all the negative comments. Yeah. She just read them out. Mm. And honestly, it was just, it was sad. It was so sad. 
And it still hasn't changed. Like the other day, we put up a video mm. of Manal mm. just talking about her love mm. story, how she mm. met Hamad. It wasn't even I a saw haram People way. were like, oh, that's wrong. It wasn't even she haram. She's been talking to this man. Okay, so but how would she like, have met her husband? How do people just face each other and they're married one day? But the point is, I don't even care about that. What triggered me the most, and yeah. I really want to say something. Yeah. But it's whenever Muslim women speak. Mm about themselves, about their relations, about mm. any any experience, mm. about their journey of hijab. Mm. It's just a flood of mm. attacks. And mm. I know it's little warriors behind their little mm. keyboards, but mm. in my mind, I probably know mm. that in your bed, you're mm. probably bashing the bishop, doing mm. whatever you need to do to get through life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're being the biggest hypocrite in mm. the world mm. by just bringing people down. And it's like, it, it do you will know never what change. makes me laugh though? Okay, there's, there's a couple of things that make me laugh. One of them is when people put music on, on, on a TikTok and they're like, you shouldn't use music. Oh, shut up. But why are you on TikTok? How did you get to... You obviously how, are on how the are For You, you page. Scrolling? How are you scrolling without listening to music? Okay, put that to a side. Anyway, I don't know why. I think that was that in my is, mind the other day. So I was like, things like that. But, they, but this is what I mean. In the same way that that is completely yeah. illogical. Yeah. In that, you know, I love the comments. Yeah. The comments that you're seeing yeah. are illogical I think well. it's unfair. Like, why are you yeah. on TikTok yeah, 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 watching yeah. two, three women talk about yeah, yeah, love yeah. stories yeah, when yeah, you yeah. can just scroll past? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. you shouldn't even be you shouldn't even yeah, be yeah, watching yeah. women. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah, but yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. judging. Just shut up. Yeah. I think it's it's just a lot. It's a lot but of But can things, you imagine the think... girls? I just sorry to cut yeah, you yeah, off. No, but no. You, but you before we're talking about obviously yeah. Dina and all the hate that these OG girls received, but they probably didn't really know how to navigate because obviously with us we're like oh okay these people all receive the same mm. type of hate we mm. could, we're receiving that now mm. but mm -mm. you know but that, it doesn't affect us as much no, no, because, no. but people no, this need to, i think people need to understand and i'm being very honest with you this is happening online offline every line unfortunately dina's one was online and every and all these other girls because after dina it was a rolling effect mm. for some reason mm. but dina's one was mad it was a madness but what i'm trying to say is that I'll give you myself for an example, yeah? I'm going to throw myself into this. Last year, when you guys were at the studio, I was having some next level... I, I don't even know how to explain it. I was questioning hijab a lot. Mm. Nothing to do with anyone. Mm. I've, mind you, I've, been, though, I've yeah. been wearing hijab very happily for like 15 years, nearly 16. I don't even know. I've not been counting. Quite very happily, very proudly. All of a sudden last year something came over me and I was just questioning it. But well, why? Hold on a second. Shaitan really plays with you in different ways. And it's such a shame that when he does, people can't let other people be and figure it out. Mm. If people came to me, I don't know how these girls do it. And I think one of the reasons why I got nervous at the beginning of this podcast, mashallah, you guys have numbers. You know, a lot of people listening, a lot of people like tuned in. Mm. And for me, I don't have numbers and I, I don't, truly aspire to it if I'm honest with you mm -hmm. and I get nervous because I don't like the whole judgment scene yeah. I don't think anyone does but I can't tolerate it you know it's these the girls mashallah they have backbones to mental health for these girls it's not fair I've spoken to some of these influencers subhanallah the hurt in their hearts and the mm -hmm. hurt in their eyes and how they talk to me and tell me what they're facing mm -hmm. Guys, you need to kick back. I get it, fear Allah. Yes, we need to fear Allah. I get it, you know, that's not hijab or this is not hijab or that's not. But hijab is not just this. Everything Internal. that comes from within, it comes from your tongue. Mm -hmm. You telling someone like, oh, fear Allah, you know, you're not going to on the day of judgment. 
you could have driven someone away from the faith. And if you think, because there's this whole idea that I, someone said to me, and I was like, subhanAllah, that really hit me in the heart. They said about the Quran, they said the Quran can either guide you or misguide you. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on how you look at it mm-hmm. and how right. you read it. Mm. And I was like, subhanAllah, whoa, what do you mean? It took me a minute to really pro- process what this person was saying. And then I realized, hold on a second, it is. Everything is done with intention. Mm-hmm. And if your intention is that, you know what, I want to wear hijab and I'm going to wear it for X, Y, and Z reason and blah, 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 and take it step by step, you've done it. If someone's intention is, I want to take it off because you know what, I'm not representing it in the way that maybe people want me to represent. Because, mate, trust me, Dina could have been a niqabi, she still would have been bashed left, right, and center. 100%. You're a niqabi, but you're doing this wrong. Yeah. You're doing this. It's always, it's always, it's I just always think something someone's doing wrong. Yeah. I don't I think, think it has anything to do with religion for these people. No. I think it's just hate. And it's a lot of culture. Yeah. And people won't think... like me saying that, but a lot of it has got to do with where you are in the world and how you how you present yourself because I guess in in the UK you're either very upfront and just like yeah you might as well take it off well, it depends on where you're from in the UK because you know everyone <laughs> in different parts of the UK are different ways but I just think people need to rein it in and I know me saying it, it's not like everyone's gonna rein it in all of They're a sudden not. but I think it's an ego thing as well it's very egotistic it's very egotistic it's very this person doesn't know me and I'll mm. say whatever the mm. f I exactly. want mm. I've got and a fake like, account mm. they don't know exactly. who I am and I don't mm. think there's any way that anyone's ever gonna stop it and I think mm. people obviously need to manage and like Colton says it normally doesn't affect me. I don't yeah. care. I normally mm. message the people that, for example, Chinito, even Aziza. Come mm. message my guys. We get like just... Aziza, Masha. I don't know her. I've never she's met so her, lit. but she's so Amazing. so funny. I, I remember seeing some of her TikToks from before. But the fact that it's her personality trait and it's okay. And I always think like this, right? Not that it's an excuse for anyone to do anything, but. The Prophet ﷺ, he was That's perfect, awesome. right? Yeah. Perfect form of human being. And the four rightly Khalifas that came after him, they had their own types of personalities and the way they governed the mm. Muslim Ummah. Mm-hmm. Abu Bakr was a certain type of way. Umar was a certain type mm-hmm. of way. Uthman was a certain... I mean, we know that Umar was really tough. strict and yeah. tough. Uthman was so soft. Yeah. And then you've got Abu, Ali. Abu Bakr, very truthful. Yeah, truthful, exactly. And you just... You look at how they were and you know what? They were such great people. Mm. Look how different they were and how they run and governed the ummah. Mm-hmm. So I just sometimes think, you know what? We're not the same. If you guys are there sitting at home and you're praying and you're reading Quran and you're amazing, babes, get off TikTok, get off Instagram, get off everything and carry on doing that. Because mm-hmm. you know what? You are in a better state than I am. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You are in a better state than I am. Get off TikTok. You don't need to be on TikTok. All these no. dour people that are on TikTok and all these kids are following. They don't get off it. The- you don't need to be on it. You know, everything's a fitna. Going outside your house is a fitna. Mm-hmm. Opening the app is a fitna. Say mm-hmm. bismillah when you like. There's du'as that you should be reading when you open up these apps because, you know, you need to just try and keep all this fitna away. Modest fashion is a fitna. Mm-hmm. But everything is. Everything is how you perceive it, how you use it. But we're very lucky. We have all these brands that are catering to us. To yeah. us, some you know, I really you know, there's a, again another sto- a, a debate for another day or a discussion for another day. How ethical are we? And yeah, you know, also, these you know, things. even people talking about the hate that they received in the yeah. past, people like Dina yeah. doing that video about uh-huh. reading our comments. I feel like those sorts of videos were massive learning curves for us mm. in trying to understand how we're going to internalize 
hate going forward how yeah. we're not gonna, how we're not going to internalize yeah, it yeah 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 so like people speak like, a lot of other influencers a lot of other modest influencers used to speak about some of the comments that they're receiving mm. as well the good ones and the bad mm. so the bad ones obviously people always focus on the mm. negative ones it mm. just happens but with the bad ones i think for me it was like okay at least now it probably affected them in a really really bad way in that yeah. it, you know impacted their mental health and so mm. on and so forth which is just awful mm. but for the new generation it's teaching them how essentially not to act yeah not how to act but also to not let these things get, get to, to you because i don't i think if anything the new generation they're getting worse, worse. they're getting but, worse the other thing that i found really powerful about that is just when you vocalize negativity and you show people the things that they're saying to you it humanizes it so people yeah. actually think what the normal. f like yeah. someone actually said that to yeah. you yeah. yeah instead of it just being a comment that you just read yeah. and you leave off but just quickly because we need mm. to wrap it up a little bit Halima, mm. i want you to come back again yeah, yeah. me too i'm like i want to do this every week <laughs> Uh, it's such a good episode. No, I just want to say a massive thank you to you Mm, for for all the work that you've done, which has made life easier for us. That's really nice. No, it's a lot. It's a lot, but you have. I don't think you realise how influential you've been behind the scenes. Yeah, especially the scenes. I remember watching Instagram stories of I think when Habiba was starting her fashion brand yeah, yeah, yeah. that amazing shoot that you yeah. guys did with the fruit oh, yeah. and, and the colours epic that was built by us as well I well I, I can't say it was me it was Wakasi yeah. Like, yeah he's done like some really amazing it's steps. just the stuff that you guys come up with is Vogue yeah. level thank Vogue you level. inshallah thank British you. Vogue inshallah give you, give you, the, give you the props that you need he, they need to actually I think yeah. a problem with me I don't push past a certain boundary I don't know why someone tell me why I don't but Go, yeah it's time no I think it's probably time is you know to make those links because I think there's been so a hot much minute, that you been can in the give. industry ah oh, there's so much we can give yeah. honestly but inshallah, inshallah I want to shoot you guys again so inshallah we need this, to we need a new this, cover we yes do. and oh, we want it to be big and beautiful inshallah, so we'll come up inshallah, with some ideas inshallah, inshallah. Uh, make, like, inshallah. you know because there might be another ocean studio what who said that it, it will no, ocean, <laughs> no, ocean studio oceans are home it's gonna no there's gonna be like various ocean studios oh about? i love that ocean you're trying to manifest the west london one aren't i am you? <laughs> i love that I really not even want. west like northwest yeah no oh. i mean i could go there because my mom's and my family's in northwest so for me if i could find somewhere in northwest i'd be so happy mm. but at this point it's like i'm in east valid so no mate May We're happy Allah with whatever make it <laughs> so that you are able to not only find your perfect studio I mean, but expand ocean I mean, so that the whole there's world a lot of things that we we want to do a lot that we want to get in bring a lot of muslim girls involved in as well That's so good. yeah it's all in the pipeline but you know yeah. And we want to work with you again. <laughs> Definitely. I want cover. you guys in ASAP. Like, inshallah. Last time we had so much fun, guys. Oh, I know we had so the most love. It was so epic. <laughs> oh, I we can't. were little rookies back then. Look oh. at us now. No, no. I, know my, I know my poses. <laughs> exactly. I, I love my that. Angles. No, those pictures were like epic. And not oh, because I took amazing. them, but like, you guys gave emotion. Oh. You guys gave emotion. I still look back at those pictures. Oh, and I'm like, look at them, look at them. 
No, honey, we're coming back. back. I can't okay. wait. Shut um, up, guys, Shut we're going to carry on this conversation. Don't worry, Halima's going to come back oh. to us. She's going to oh. be every time someone comes here. <laughs> you've got to you've be got our to come no, back. I would come back. I'm here Inshallah. next week. Inshallah. <laughs> um, and then we can carry on the conversation. I think the next episode we do with you, we just need to talk about modest, yeah, fashion, modest fashion, the history. I don't even care about scenarios with you. Oh right, because okay. I feel like people need to know who you are. People mm. need to know who this girl is. She put us on game. She put all. Of, she put everyone on. So yeah. Anyway, guys, this is the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to leave us a lovely review on Apple Podcasts because I've been seeing them and I'm loving them. I wish there was a way I could reply, but there isn't. Also, YouTube. Thank you guys so much, and don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and do the share. usual, guys, and be nice. Be nice. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Literally, we're all human beings. We're just Benny Adams. Literally, and just Benny Adams. Little baby Benny Adams. Little baby Benny Adams. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love you. Bye. 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 bye, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.